0: Let's call across the pond. <laughs> it says he's online oh. hello? hello, hello, hello. What's going on? Can you hear me, John? Uh, John. Chose- Hello. Okay, there you go.
1: Oh, Jesus, showing that you were muted. All right. Well, I just muted and unmuted because it—I don't know what the hell's wrong with it.
0: Dance, <laughs> monkey, dance. welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How are you doing, John?
1: I'm doing great. I'm, I'm surviving in the UK right now.
0: Yeah. How's things across the pond?
1: <laughs> um, well, they're having a heat wave. It's about 61 today. <laughs> so, you know, that's nice. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's starting to wear on me. Yeah. <laughs> It's been, it's been long. It's already been three weeks. I got two weeks left.
0: Uh, well, that's so, uh,
1: yeah. Exciting.
0: Are you, are you, yeah. Are you getting to go out at all or are you stuck where you are?
1: What do you mean? Like, can I, can I go walk around the city? Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no. Okay. No, no. Cannot leave where I am.
0: Oh, that sucks
1: and then last night i got in trouble for being somewhere i shouldn't be (laughs) because i was trying to find signal (laughs) so uh yeah good times
0: did they chase you with like billy clubs
1: no it was this indian guy named ram (laughs) i think it was mola ram uh with a very very thick accent he's like are you working i said yes i'm working you're working now yes (laughs) what are you working on it's like dude what's up
0: (laughs) did he try to take your heart out of your chest with his hand he kept saying something like kalima (laughs) not sure what that means yeah it was weird i mean it might have been the fact that you were walking around with a small asian child too that you know was throwing people
1: well you know this is because he has a Yankees cap on.
0: That's right. No time for love.
1: No time for love, Dr. Jones. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, good times. Very interesting being over here in the UK. Uh, yesterday, there was a protest in the town over immigration, meaning oh. they don't want people to come here. Oh. And I, and I thought only Americans are assholes. <laughs> apparently it's global.
0: Yeah, apparently there is the the, the UK, especially with, with like Brexit and all that kind of shit, has kind of turned into like a mini United States when it comes to the amount of assholes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I blame the millennials.
0: Well, I mean, it's, it, if you look at like, you know, we we put Trump in office and then they put Boris Johnson in and it's like, okay, they're not as intelligent as like movies would have you think. Right. You know, they're they're like, Oh, well they have somebody outspoken. We should have somebody outspoken too. And it's like, well, no. Mm Hmm. I mean, it could be worse. You could be back here where there's a, in what's it Nashville or something. There's a store that is selling patches that look like the uh, star of David, like the, the Jews war that say unvaccinated on it.
1: Oh, are you fucking kidding me?
0: Yep, it's a big thing in the <sighs> world now. <laughs>
1: it, it's time for a purge.
0: Yeah, but all it's, it's all the assholes that you want gone that have the guns.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I mean, it's a weird line to walk. But...
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> or do you think it's just the ones who... Oh, I I just see it here on, on uh Reddit. Yeah. I five dollars each, strong adhesive back. And we'll be offering trucker caps soon.
0: Yeah, that should tell you all you need to know right there.
1: Wow. Wow. And it's a picture of this woman who's very proud of herself.
0: Yep. And I guess I guess <laughs> they're trying to say that the vaccinated people are like the Nazis and they're Oh, for Christ's you sake. You know, if if you're unvaccinated, you're being treated unfairly like the Jews were in the Holocaust, and it's like you aren't a student of history then. So, yeah, you know. Good times back here. Maybe you want to stay there.
1: I I say move them all to Texas and then build the wall on the other side of Texas.
0: I'm I'm good with that. So yeah, I mean, it's all over.
1: That's great. Yeah, I do keep checking CNN on a daily basis to make sure there's still a country to come back to. <laughs> uh,
0: you, you might come back to a, like a half a country, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, have you heard about the weird shit going on outside the White House?
0: The, the... Like
1: twice they found this mysterious energy force.
0: Yeah, that's making people sick. Yeah. Yeah. I it's, Apparently it's some like weird energy weapon that they feel like somebody's been working on that like, I guess gives you like severe stomach cramps and like weird, like inner body things that are going on. Wow. I don't know. It's and it's it's happening more and more frequently. So they're really not sure what's going on.
1: That's weird. It's the Russians.
0: <laughs> well, that is the main thought. Is that they've got some kind of handheld energy weapon? Because like, there's always the, the myth of the brown note. Oh, Jesus, Did you ever hear about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I'd like, love to find the brown note. <laughs> there's a frequency that you can play that's so low that'll make somebody shit themselves with like, like not right. being able to control it. So, this is something akin to that, but you know there's no there's no proof of it like it's just these people with these very specific symptoms in a very sh- like certain area where they're like well, what the fuck is going on maybe it's aliens
1: they must be up there shaking their goddamn heads going it,
0: what isn't june the month when they're supposed to release all of the like redacted ufo files Oh, is it? I thought, I thought maybe, uh, I thought I had read that where, um, the U S government UFO report is going to be released sometime in June and it's an, it's an unclassified report, um, uh, which could arrive as early as Tuesday, June 1st. So that would be yesterday is the, when people are listening to this. The report from the director of national intelligence will be compiled from uh, heretofore classified military files. The focus will be on whether the decades long rash of experiences and contacts by fighter and commercial pilots, warships and other sources with unexplained phenomenon constitute a threat to the U.S. Mm. I mean, all it's going to be is if it is like secret government aircraft and stuff, Mm -hmm. an unidentified flying object does not mean extraterrestrial. It just means that we don't know what it is. So they could say very well say, yes, UFOs are real. We don't know what they are. We're not saying they're extraterrestrial though. And then, you know, it'll drive people into a frenzy and conspiracy conspiracy theorists will say, well, that's just proof that there are, you know, extraterrestrial UFOs. You know, I think that any intelligent life that's looking down on us wouldn't want to stop here.
1: No, no. I I think flying by the the uh, the earth would be the equivalent of like driving through a bad neighborhood where you got to roll the windows up and lock the
0: doors. Yep. Yep. They're if if they're watching us or watching us just to see ourselves tear ourselves apart, they're not going to stop and like mm-hmm. give us. Um, you know, the cure to cancer or any of that other shit that they show in movies. Right. They might be here for the water, but, you know, whatever. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So look for that this week coming up.
1: Exciting. Yep exciting have you ever seen a ufo
0: i have not personally i have seen some video of things that make me scratch my head and wonder what it is in the in the footage but i've never seen anything personally that i would consider a ufo have you i have not okay
1: I have not. I have not seen strange things in the sky. I have not seen little green men. Uh,
0: Never. But like when I was in high school, I was real,
1: really, not that I know of, (laughs) not that I know of. But that would explain a lot of, a lot of gaps in my memory.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. You're saying what in high school? Uh,
1: Um, when I was in high school, I was like all into Project Blue Book and stuff and Hangar 18 and all that kind of shit.
0: Right and did you did and you ever come across a, anything one that you my... really scratched your head at
1: mm, not really No, it's all vague you know and there's so many easy ways to explain things right. you know, it's not like ghosts <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean my favorite my favorite theory that I've, I've ever read is the one where, um, you know, it's, it's well now a well-known fact that the United States brought a lot of Nazi scientists into the United States after World War II was project paperclip. And they brought the, there were a large number of Nazi scientists in the Midwest and, um, some somewhere else in the country. And soon after they arrived, the reports of UFO sightings like quadrupled. And right. basically the United States didn't want to tell the, the the people that they were working with Nazi technology. Because the Nazis hmm. were working on ways of like vertical lift aircraft because the allies were bombing their runways and they couldn't take off. Right. And like different shapes of aerodynamic things. So the government said, let them run with the idea that it's extraterrestrials. That way, they're not going to look in on what we're actually doing. And Area 51 and all that bullshit is just high-tech military equipment that they don't want you to see.
1: Right, right. Right. That That's really what's at uh, Area 51.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's,
1: it's you know, it's it's not alien wreckage and bodies and shit it's just yeah stuff you don't need to know about
0: (laughs) yeah i mean they've always said that the military has gear that's you know like 15 years advanced of what we're using now Mm -hmm. but we just don't know it right i mean i can definitely see them you know using that as an excuse
1: bizarre yeah bizarre but there's lots of things we don't know about you know maybe the moon landing was faked who knows
0: no i wouldn't go that far
1: maybe there was an accident at some chinese laboratory that caused a global pandemic
0: (laughs) you know it's possible it is possible
1: yeah weird
0: weird weird weird
1: uh, so we lost a couple of people this week
0: yes we did that, who do you want to talk about first
1: uh let's talk about john davis okay do you know who john davis
0: was uh name sounds familiar
1: okay uh, John Davis was the guy who sang for Millie Vanilli and never got credit.
0: Oh, yes, 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 yes. Like, okay, I did see that.
1: And I just find it amazing how... Um, Back in the day, back in the 90s, when they found out that, you know, Millie Vanilli was faking it, that it was such a huge scandal. But now, you know, you look at Ariana Grande and Lady Gaga and all these other performers who, you know, fake it 90 percent of the time. They got sweetener tracks to hit the high notes. And, you know, people just think,
0: oh, yeah, that's 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 normal. It's OK. Yeah, I mean, it's a different time, right? I I think that the Milli Vanilli thing wouldn't have been so bad if they hadn't won Grammys. I think that was the knee-jerk reaction that really, like, did them in.
1: Right. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, This guy died of coronavirus.
0: Oh, did he? Yeah. Well, that sucks. Maybe there'll be a special like Grammy thing this year for for him, you know, because we don't wouldn't that be funny? We don't like to we don't like to give anybody awards when they're alive.
1: Well, no. No. And then somebody else from the music world we lost. BJ Thomas.
0: Raindrops keep falling on my head. That's Right. Yeah, that was another one that I didn't know he was still alive until they said that he had died. I was like, "Oh."
1: <laughs> I mean, he had a few hits you would recognize. Raindrops Falling Fallen on my head. Um Um, hooked on a feeling. Did, he did have another somebody day? done somebody wrong song? Yeah. Oh, okay. 1968. Okay. And, of course, my favorite, Hey, Won't You Play Another Somebody Done Somebody Wrong Song. <laughs> classic. It's a classic. It's a classic? It's a classic. Okay. Yep. <laughs> mm, he had stage four lung cancer. Ooh. That's a way to go. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a way to go. <laughs>
0: Well, it's definitely a way to go for sure, yeah.
1: Right. Hmm. And then, of course, I think the the big one for me, <laughs> that Captain Steubing has sailed off to the great beyond.
0: Yes, Gavin McLeod. Gavin
1: McLeod.
0: At the age of 90. Yep.
1: Ni- 90 years old. Yep. Can you imagine...
0: I'm. I hope so.
1: Ninety years old. <laughs> I,
0: I. I really hope to imagine ninety one day.
1: Yeah, I don't want to live that long. Unless there's a way to make sure that like you don't become bedridden and disabled and incontinent and all well, that shit. Yeah,
0: I mean, I want ninety Why? good years. Hmm. But yeah, he played Captain uh, Steubing for, for 10 years.
1: Yep. Yeah, before that, he was on 168 episodes of The Mary Tyler Moore Show. Yep. Yeah. Seems like he was a good guy. I don't remember hearing any scandals about him.
0: No. And, and you know, he was always one of those guys that if they ever offered him something as Captain Steubing, he was like, yeah, let's do it. Like he knew where his popularity lied. He wasn't like trying to to like break away from the role that, you know, a lot of people knew him by.
1: Right. Yep. Yep. Uh, Ed Asner wrote, I will see you in a bit, Gavin. Tell the gang I will see them in a bit. Betty, it's just you and me now. (laughs) Jeez. It is
0: very weird to watch old shows where you're like none of them are still around.
1: Like, the entire cast is dead.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm not talking like Three Stooges reruns. I'm talking like stuff from the 70s and
0: 80s. Yeah, yeah. When we were kids and stuff. Like, yeah. it, it's hard to imagine that, but yeah. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I saw that one and and I was like, wow, that's, that's a piece of my childhood. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. And then I think the last one of of any note was uh, Samuel E. Wright, who was the voice of Sebastian the crab in the Little Mermaid.
0: Yep, I saw that too. Yep. Yeah, he's he's not one of those people that was ever really featured by Disney.
1: Well, wasn't he? Wasn't because after, at Later in his life, he did, he played um Mufasa in the Lion King musical. Oh, did he on Broadway? Okay. Yeah, I mean, earlier in his career, he was um a Broadway actor. Oh, okay, but I think when he was when he did the voice for Sebastian, I think he was like driving a beer truck or something.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a shame.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, I'm trying to find his. There he is. I wanted to see his internet movie database. Oh, he was in Dinosaur as well. That uh, that Disney movie that did the yeah, CGI dinosaurs
1: that, Yeah, that nobody
0: saw. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he definitely did. He did a lot of work as the voice of Sebastian.
1: Oh, tons of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: There was a TV series short called *Marsupilami*.
1: Yes, <laughs> it was a Dutch animated uh, series that Disney bought. Oh, uh, uh, it was paired up with Bonkers.
0: Oh it, yeah, Jim Cummings and this guy. And wow, I had never heard of that before.
1: It was very short-lived. <laughs> it was not popular.
0: Uh, Thirteen episodes, apparently. Yep coming
1: to you soon on Disney Plus.
0: Yes, it's probably already <laughs> on there. Oh, the fir- the first uh did you know trivia on that on that site is that there's no sign if the show will come to Disney Plus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm still waiting for Star Wars Detours.
0: Yeah, when was that supposed to come out?
1: Well the rumor was May 4th.
0: Oh. Hmm, weird. Yeah. Have you been watching um um Bad Batch?
1: Uh I haven't because I can't get it over here.
0: Oh, that's right. I figured the you'd jump on is a
1: VPN. Yeah. The... I could. <laughs> <clears throat> I I would have to tether my laptop to my iPhone. Oh, okay. And the the connection hasn't been bad. Yeah. Um, I've actually been keeping up with my DVR at home and.
0: Oh, nice. Uh,
1: you know, watching my stories.
0: <laughs> what have you been
1: watching? <laughs> uh the usual. Yeah. That that. Uh, legends of tomorrow
0: oh okay
1: i think they've just the writers have just said you know what fuck it we're gonna do whatever the hell we want there was an episode where where they um went back into the 1950s and people were becoming zombies by eating special sauce at some burger place
0: (laughs) okay zombie special sauce
1: and um zombie special sauce yeah it's just totally bizarre and i don't know what the hell is wrong with nick zano but he just i don't know is if it's plastic surgery or steroids or what (laughs) but he he looks bad oh okay um yep and um lois uh, yeah lois and clark superman and lois is back I have not interesting episode last week.
0: I have not you watched it. You haven't watched but, it yet? Um I've I've oh. heard that I should probably take a look.
1: I I I like the only thing I don't like about it is the alternative timeline gimmick. Okay. I like the dynamic of them moving back to Smallville after ma kent dies and taking over the family farm so that the boys um are out of the big city they're out of metropolis they can you know be a family right right and i mean i i think those are the best scenes and then the son who's who has powers him dealing with this um in this past one, he got his super hearing and how it was like messing with his head and he could hear conversations miles away. And, um, and it's just very interesting what they're doing. But the whole alternative timeline, I just feel it's a cop-out because there's the whole, the uh, Lois's father, the general, is from a different timeline. Oh really? Where where there was a there was an yeah, but they don't know it. She doesn't know it. Okay. Um. But um, where there was an evil Superman. Okay. And that's where, um, the 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 Black Lex Luthor comes in because okay. he was also from that timeline. Interesting so yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil for you because i mean it it there's an interesting reveal this week okay interesting reveal I'll
0: have to that think i think was
1: was yeah definitely worth it definitely worth it you know and the whole fat whole you know story of how smallville has fallen on hard times and everybody's in debt to the bank and you know lana lang is still there <laughs> So yeah, I, it's definitely worth checking out.
0: I see a lot of talk online of people saying that uh, it's time to end the flash. I don't know if you're keeping up with that.
1: Oh, it is, <laughs> it is, because the Speed Force became Barry's mother, and they call her call her Nora. <laughs> And at one point, she was living with Barry and Iris, but then she was trying to convince Barry that they could unite and make the Speed Force an even greater power, and Barry, Barry said no, so then she went all full-ass evil on him. <laughs> and then this past week, she got redeemed, and it's like, oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's enough. Everything that I've seen online is like, oh, it's all the power of love. It's not the Speed Force anymore.
1: Yeah, no, it's not.
0: And I guess they're going to introduce Impulse, I guess, because there was a really funny poster of the dude in the outfit. Yes. It's like, oh, God. Yeah. It's like, why bother? I think I jumped off at the right time.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, Arrow went out when it was on the top. Mm-hmm. Supergirl is struggling to finish this last season. Um, Legends of Tomorrow is just a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> just a shit show. So I think it's time for uh, the CW, the WB, whatever the fuck channel it is, to uh, do something new.
0: Yeah, they were saying that I guess because HBO Max is going to be um, really ramping up like shows based around the DC Comics um, characters that that mm-hmm. it's time to let somebody with bigger budgets handle it and try and like phase out everything from the CW.
1: Yeah, I think that makes sense. I mean, I'd love them to do something with Nightwing.
0: Oh, I mean, he's kind of in um, Titans.
1: Titans, yeah, but I mean his own story.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know if you'll get that.
1: Well, who knows? <laughs> Stranger things have happened.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, I think I think what they're really going to focus on is the char- is the. Characters that haven't really had a bunch of um, airtime, like Green Lantern, they seem to be pulling out all the stops for Green Lantern. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what where it goes and what they actually do with it. But, mm-hmm. they never seem to focus on my favorite Green Lantern. So, you know, whatever.
1: Which one, Guy Gardner?
0: No, Kyle Rayner. Uh I mean he becomes like a god. So, come on. Right. There's there's good shit mm. in there. Yeah. Oh, apparently there was another death. Joe Laura who played Tarzan? Tarzan. The epic impresario died at 58. I met him once. Did you Why does that not surprise me? Because
1: when I was working in that place, when I was much, much, much younger, um, was when the series came out. Mm. And one day he's, he's riding down the boulevard on an elephant <laughs> in the middle of the afternoon.
0: Oh, nice. Apparently he died yeah. with his wife and five others in a small jet crash.
1: Yeah, I saw that.
0: Yeah, That sucks. It's too bad. He was an actor slash musician.
1: So he was unemployed.
0: Uh probably. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah. So among those on board was his was uh his wife, author and diet guru Gwen Lara who founded the Mm faith-based Way Down Workshop, and in 1999, Mm -hmm. the Remnant Fellow Church.
1: Oh, grody. So it was basically God taking her back.
0: Apparently. Maybe they need weight loss programs in heaven. Maybe there's gluttony Uh, up there. Losing with Jesus. That's right. Come on, everybody, do the cruciflex. (laughs)
1: Wow, okay,
0: have you watched any movies in your in the last week?
1: Um, did we talk about homecoming?
0: No, we didn't did you okay finally I see? watched homecoming, okay,
1: I finally watched it. Um, I was going to follow that up with Far From Home, but apparently I had downloaded a very bad Indian copy. <laughs> so I think I'll wait until I get back to the States.
0: What did, what did um, you think of Homecoming?
1: I really liked it.
0: It's a good movie for, for a Spider-Man movie.
1: And it's not an origin story. Nope. It's not the same story over again. It like It gives you credit for knowing what's going on? Yep. And not like, Oh, and then he was bitten by a spider and Uh you know, all that shit.
0: Yep. It's kind of mentioned in his talk with, uh, Ned when they're, when Ned finds out he's Spider-Man and he's asking all those questions and, and you know, it's just very quickly glanced over. And, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's, you know, it starts with the whole thing with civil war and, and Tony taking him to Germany and like but it's told in that vlog style where you're like okay like this is a great way in order to to set this up so that people know exactly where this fits in the timeline
1: right right and that i I really liked that being able to see civil war and then watching that and the way that they you know they used alternative footage and it was different points of view and it's i I thought it was really well done. Yeah, it's. I like Marissa Tomei as 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 May. Yeah. Um,
0: what about Michael Keaton? Yeah. <sighs>
1: um, so I had I was I I forgot he was in the movie, <laughs> and I I ripped the DVD I had at home. And for some reason it defaulted to the first um audio track which was Hindi. Okay. So I'm watching the scene where he's where they're like in the the you know, they're scavenging or whatever in the cleaning up after uh
0: after the Battle of New York. Yes. Yeah.
1: And it there's English subtitles. And I'm just looking at it, it's like, oh, did, it's interesting that, the, and I'm watching it and watching it and watching, it and going, okay, obviously <laughs> there's something wrong with this. <laughs> so then I started it over again. Okay. But I was like, wow, that guy looks like Ma- Michael Keaton. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the things we do.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I really do. I think. You know, after watching the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies and the Andrew Garfield ones, mm-hmm. seeing what a Spider-Man movie that actually has Marvel's hand in it could be like.
1: Oh, yeah. Obvious. You know, it's, Obvious improvements.
0: And it's, you know, people complain about the the suit AI and the fact that, like, it's it's Stark Tech kind of like... Um, you know, either either Jarvis or or Friday, but yep, like true Spider-Man comic books, he talks to himself constantly in order right. to get th- the reader to understand what he's thinking. So this being that conceit of like, well, he's now he's got somebody to talk to in the suit. Um, but I I think like even the stuff with like, you know when. They they hack into the suit and all of a sudden he's got like taser webs and he doesn't know how to use them. And right. Like there's just those shots of him like it's it's focused on the guys in the van and you see him like running around in the background not being able to control anything. I think works very well for the movie. Mm -hmm. Or like when he's at the party um and he he sees the explosion or whatever and he's running and he goes to shoot the web, but he realizes that he's in the middle of nowhere. And the Mm -hmm. next shot is him running through the golf course. And he's like, this sucks. Like, yes, all of that is really well done. Yeah. or him running through the backyards and you're like, oh, this is just like Ferris Bueller. And then they're watching Ferris Bueller on the TV. Mm -hmm. Like all that stuff is just super well done.
1: Yeah. I mean, Marvel really has the fan service down to a t yep they they know what kind of things the diehards are gonna pick up on, yep and they they play to it. It's great i mean i I thought the humor in it was really good. um I like Ned, <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, I loved the last scene where he gets he goes back to his his room. In the apartment and there's a brown paper bag written on it says this belongs to you yep and he's putting on the costume and then may walks in
0: yep what the fuck and they cut it
1: yeah <laughs> yeah definitely yeah it was i really liked it
0: yeah it's uh it's it's one of the better like kind of standalone movies that Marvel has done. And with and the fact that it's really a Sony movie it just boggles my mind. Because yeah. they've never gotten it right.
1: Yeah. So I do I do plan on watching the Andrew Garfield ones at, at some point. Actually I don't think I saw the third was the third Toby Maguire one with uh Sandman? Yes. Okay. I don't think I've seen that one either.
0: That's the one it's got. It's it's Sandman and Venom and like way too long. And it's got like evil Peter Parker yeah. in it. And it's if you've ever seen the memes of like dancing Peter Parker that comes right. from Spider-Man 3. Okay. Did you see did you see um the animated movie Into the Spider-Verse?
1: I haven't yet. I, that's another one that okay. I've got on my hard drive Cause to watch at some
0: point. That's really good too. If yeah. you if you liked if you liked Homecoming, you'll like Into the Spider Verse. Especially being an artist, I think you would really appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Cool. It's on my list. <laughs> it's a long list. It is a long list, (laughs) but being out here in the middle of nowhere with only my laptop to keep me
0: company, (laughs) foraging for food, cold English nights.
1: Yes. Yes. Actually, last night I was outside after dark and, or not even after dark. Well, I was like eight o'clock. The sun was still setting, but holy crap was it cold. (laughs)
0: Did you bring And it's like I did, I did you bring appropriate clothing? I've been wearing
1: shorts. Oh, I did. <laughs> but I've been wearing shorts and t-shirts.
0: Oh, there you go.
1: And like last night I had to have a uh, I had to put a sweatshirt on. <laughs> yeah, I was disappointed.
0: Oh. You're just too used to like 90 degrees for 11 months out of the year.
1: I know, right? Yeah, looking forward to getting back into that. <laughs> yeah. Do you
0: think after five weeks, like, you're really going to know how to acclimate yourself back? You're just going to be pouring uh, sweat for, you know, y- three weeks.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I'm i sure <laughs> the minute I step off the plane in, in Orlando, it's going to be like walking through chowder. <laughs> <laughs> just thick and gross and stinky
0: anybody who has not lived in central Florida doesn't really understand the going out of your, your house at 6 AM and walking into what feels like water. It's just so hot and humid at 6 AM. And you're like, it's only going to get hotter from here mm-hmm.
1: or being up late and it's, you know, it's 11, 12 o'clock at night and it's just disgusting.
0: Yep. Yep, the, I don't miss that shit at all.
1: Yeah. Well, if my industry were were more temperate, <laughs> that's where I'd be. At <laughs> least it's not India.
0: That's true. I mean, yeah. there's more problems in India than just the heat. So.
1: Oh yeah, the the dysentery and
0: and the COVID and the billion people and shut the, together. And
1: the, yeah
0: and no hamburgers i mean what the fuck i right how kind of society is that yes did you see the story in, that came out recently about disney being mad at taika waititi no so apparently um taika is dating rita Ora, who is an english singer i guess Wait, I thought he was married. Not anymore. Oh. All right. Um, But there were pictures that surfaced um, of him, Rita Ora, and the chick that played Valkyrie on a... Oh, uh, Tessa Thompson? Yeah, out on a... um, like a balcony, and they all seem to be getting pretty friendly with each other. Mm. And so people are saying that Disney is kind of pissed off at him for it
1: because he's a human being and he has needs.
0: Well, and that's the weird thing. Like, like, I don't know how much of what I read was, was clickbait and how much is actual like newsworthy. I always try to take that shit with a grain of salt. Right. Um, mm-hmm. because it is like, who cares who he's dating or what he's doing? Who, it, like, like the, the results of his work for the Mandalorian and for Thor kind of speaks for itself. It's not about him. It's about his work. And, and, you know, if, sure. if they want to have a threesome, who the fuck cares? Like th- he's probably not the first person in a Marvel movie to have a threesome come in. Let's be honest. What?
1: Come on. <laughs> Colin Jost, Morgan Chet, Michael Che, and uh, Scarlet.
0: <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's Samuel Jackson and every female star he's ever worked with. I don't know.
1: Well, I would say probably yes to that. <laughs> <laughs> that makes that makes perfect sense. All right.
0: Come on, motherfucker.
1: That makes. That's it. <laughs> that's it.
0: You don't know about the Samuel wow. Jackson casting couch. <laughs> come here and let me show you my lightsaber and let me show you what I'm going to do with it.
1: Yeah. It's purple. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I thought it was speaking
1: star Wars. Yeah. Did, did you know that there was a star Wars cameo in every episode of firefly? Really? Yes. Okay. Somebody had a um a hand solo and carbonite that is allegedly in the background of every episode oh really yeah
0: I've never heard that
1: uh it's on screen rant, <laughs> and there's a picture of uh Kaylee in her in her her bunk. And you, it's there. He is. He's right there on the wall.
0: Oh wow! Look at that. Yeah. Oh wait, no, I closed it. God damn it. No. I'm firefly. Oh wow! I have never noticed that before.
1: And I guess in the pilot episode, there's an Imperial shuttle that flies by in the background.
0: See, that, that I, I would I, I can see, because a lot of times when they're doing lots of spaceships, they people will sneak in all kinds of shit. Right. Because Serenity is actually in the first episode of Battlestar Galactica. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a shot when Mary McDonnell is getting her... Um, her diagnosis that she has cancer and there's a there's a shot out the window and it's the serenity with the engine engines turned up so like they're the the it's facing the ground like the like they're landing but okay you can see the shape fly over in one of the shots so that doesn't surprise me I I wouldn't be surprised if there's a millennium falcon that flies by somewhere too
1: Right. More reason to go back and rewatch the series.
0: Absolutely. That is definitely one I I don't watch enough. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, everybody keeps saying, I keep hearing all these things about like um bringing back Firefly with the original cast on like Netflix or whatever. I mean, I know mm-hmm. they're doing it on Disney Plus, but um, I I had listened to an interview with Nathan Fillion and somebody asked him on the podcast, like, would you ever go back to Mal? And he was like, you know what? As much as I loved it, you're not going to recapture that magic, even with the cast. Yeah. And why even bother to try at that point? Right. You know, it's there. You can go watch it. But he doesn't feel like he needs to go back to it,
1: hmm. I'm sure at some point they'll offer somebody an obscene amount of money, just like the Friends reunion. <laughs> never say never.
0: yeah, well uh, I, I didn't I didn't even bother to watch the Friends reunion. I was not a friend's fan, so no, no.
1: you didn't want to find out if if Rachel and Ross made it?
0: <laughs> no. I mean, no? it wasn't. No, all right. It it wasn't even like a, like a new episode, was it? It was just them sitting down to discuss the, the show, right?
1: No, I thought it was like I haven't. I don't. I haven't seen it, but I oh. thought it was because they had all these cameos in it.
0: Oh, I don't know.
1: I thought it was like a you know an episode.
0: Let me see. Let me pull up HBO Max and click on it and see what it says. Cause I thought they'd like they were going to the studio tour in LA where like the the sets are still standing. And um because I know that they were out on like the the ranch um let me see does it say wait what is this? It's an hour and 43 minutes the cast of friends reunite for a once-in-a-lifetime celebration of the hit series, an unforgettable evening filled with iconic memories, uncontrollable laughter, happy tears, and special guests. And I I oh, think it's so just it like, like a talk show.
1: Like a, like a Paley Center Presents?
0: Yeah, and they had, they like, out, oh. out by the, the fountain where they shot the stuff, they have, like, an audience set up.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And so, yeah, I think that's all it is. But I was reading that the, the deal that the six of the main actors made when they left the show was 2% of um, syndication
1: for okay. each of them,
0: which works out to $20 million a year just in reruns.
1: Holy shit. Yep. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. I, yeah. I, I I just have a problem with people making that much money.
0: It's it's obscene. There's
1: no reason for it. <laughs> no reason whatsoever.
0: But okay, if you were in their shoes, would you want to make that money though?
1: Oh hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think I but I don't think I would be keeping all of it. I think I would like do stuff with it.
0: Well, they might be doing stuff with it.
1: What? Plastic surgery? D- David Swimmer
0: do like a, you know, like acting camps somewhere or. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Zoom. He's on cameo now.
0: Yeah, there you go. I, I mean, what's his Could name? The, the guy that played Joey. Yeah. Uh, Matt LeBlanc. Yeah. I mean, he's gotten kind of big. Like size wise. Yes,
1: he did. Yes. His recent sitcom wasn't too bad. No. No. But it had Stacy Keach and Susie Kurtz as his parents, and Kevin Nealon as his brother. (laughs) And that girl, who's not the Gilmore Girl's mother, but she looks a lot like the Gilmore Girl's mother. (laughs) I can't even. I don't even know her name.
0: Okay. I don't even know how to search that up. So I mean they and they're and st- his and you know
1: I really liked his first series Joey where it was like Joey moves to LA Yeah cuz that was pretty cool I mean not pretty cool but it was very funny cuz it was that same stupid character <laughs> I think it was before he did Lost in Space
0: Oh we tried to do the serious action role Yes yeah so, was that Man with a Plan, or was it Episodes?
1: Yes. Man with a Plan. Okay. Episodes.
0: Yeah, that was another one he did.
1: Oh, I don't remember that one. Uh, Ran for six years. Would
0: you be talking about Lisa Snyder? Because she kind of looks like the chick. Sure. Chick. Um, Gilmore Girls. Yes. Although she was also in. Lisa Liza Snyder. Liza. Liza
1: yes wait which was yesterday? was that the one with the 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 comic guy anthony clark who was in boston public yeah no boston common
0: boston. yes yeah
1: yes yes <laughs> yes yes i agree <laughs> what did i win <laughs> Apparently, she hasn't done anything since Man with a Plan.
0: I mean, it says it ended in 2020, so, yeah, you know, give her a break. <laughs> she did it for four <laughs> years. Maybe, maybe she won some time off. Pandemic. Right,
1: know? right. Could be. <laughs> Could be.
0: I mean, I don't even know if I ever even heard of the show, to be quite honest. Oh, so it's kind of like a Mr. Uh, Mom thing. Huh? The No. The man with a plan. It says a dad finds out the parenting is harder than he thought after his wife goes back to work and he's left at home to take care of the kids.
1: No, that's not it at all.
0: That's what the IMDB says. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what What did you see?
1: Well, he and his brother have a um, construction business. Okay. I don't remember there being – I mean, yes, he's doing the parenting thing, but I didn't – hmm, interesting. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Maybe I watched something different.
0: Maybe. I mean, it's got all the people that you said in it. It's got Kevin Nealon and Stacey Keach. Yeah.
1: And in the pilot, Jenna Fisher from The Office played the wife. Oh, really? But the preview audience couldn't believe that Pam was married to Joey. <laughs>
0: Well, that seems interesting. 69 episodes, in case you want to watch it somewhere. I guess Paramount Plus. Oh, it's on Netflix, too?
1: Well, there you go. Now you have to watch it.
0: Man, you're going to make me watch Man with a Plan, aren't you?
1: I think you should. Son of a bitch. Actually, you should watch Man with a Plan, and you should watch Last Man Man Standing.
0: I don't know if I can watch Tim 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 Allen, man.
1: It it's funny, it's funny. Every so often they throw in a Buzz Lightyear reference, Isn't like the like... kids go into his office and find like a Netflix envelope with a movie, and he's like, "Toy Story four. When did that come out?"
0: <laughs> Isn't the Duck Dynasty people in Last Man Standing though?
1: They were in an episode. Yeah, oh, ah. it, he's he's very Republican.
0: Oh, ah, no, I'm I'm cool. Thanks.
1: No, but her kids his kids are not. His daughters are not. Oh. So it's an interesting thing. And you know, for a while they brought back um Patricia Richardson from uh Home Improvement. Was yeah. that his wife? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They brought her back for a few episodes. Jonathan Taylor Thomas was on for a few episodes. Ugh. Uh Al Borland was on.
0: Well, that's because he's got nothing. I don't know
1: if he was. I mean, I don't know if he was helping these people like keep their their SAG after cards and their insurance. But, you know,
0: I mean, I did see a clip where he meets Tim, the Toolman Taylor.
1: That was jumping the shark.
0: Yeah. And that's when I was like, that
1: wasn't well done. (laughs) That. Yeah, that wasn't done. That was bad. That was bad. Um, one of the sons-in-law is uh, Jordan Masterson, Danny Masterson's brother.
0: Oh, okay. See, raping girls too.
1: Hey, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh.
0: I think "Man with a Plan" though is the series that uh, Mel LeBlanc left the um, the show in the UK for when he took over for um, Top Gear?
1: Oh, Top Top Gear, top Gear. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, Top Gear was never the same after the first three guys left. Right. Have you ever watched any of those? No. No.
1: I'm not a big car person.
0: You don't need to be, though, because it's the interaction between the three guys that make it funny.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take your word for it.
0: (laughs) There's a... I'm good. There's an episode where they decide that they're going to go to India and prove to the Indian people that um, not all British people are bad. Okay. And so they're on a train and they decide that the best thing to do is to hang a... Um, small child. Well, no, it's uh, this big banner. That's got this message about British people and it had something about eating English muffins on it. And, and so they, they put it up and as they get into the one station, the train splits apart and, um, the, the thing cuts in half. And so that the one that's going through the rest of India says something like, um, british love muff or something oh (laughs) and and so like that's that's the kind of humor that they're doing for and they're like oh that might not be good but does that translate in in hindi i don't know I, i mean it's it's meant for british people and british humor so sure you know i like british humor so i i thought it was funny hmm I mean, they, they definitely do um, episodes where it's all about like the cars are driving, but they, they do like these specials where it's them interacting out in nature. And it's it's pretty funny. Hmm. Interesting. Do you see, um, you've, you've heard of the company masterclass, right?
1: Yes. Do
0: you see that Werner Herzog is now teaching a class on filmmaking? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm real tempted, man. They're, they're kind of expensive from what I understand, mm-hmm. but I think it would be interesting to see his idea of filmmaking.
1: Well, he he definitely could speak of his own experience because he's got decades in.
0: Well, and like he stole his first video camera or like film camera. Yeah. And like, you know, he's the dude that made the um made the documentary about the guy that got eaten by the bear. So, okay. I mean, it's it's not
1: the revenant.
0: No, 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 no. The where the where the guy what was it called? Grizzly man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Where, where, like, there's taped footage of the guy getting eaten by the bear. Ew. (laughs) And, like, he made made a documentary about it, and he sat there and watched the entire, like, video. He's the only one that's ever seen it.
1: Huh. Okay.
0: So. Oh, I just want to know how much it costs. I don't want to have to pick shit. Arts and entertainment. Come on, let's go. Submit my picks. There you go. There's 33 classes for me. What do I, I don't really care. (laughs) Can you just tell me what it costs?
1: They're free. You know where to look.
0: I've never found them that way. No? No. Maybe I'm looking in the wrong places, but. I mean.
1: have Have you tried, have you tried base 64? No, what is that? Oh, Base64 is a new way that people are...
0: You shouldn't be too pedantic,
1: guys. <laughs> uh, people are... That was Werner Hotslack.
0: <laughs> you shouldn't be too pedantic in your search.
1: That's right. Um, what was I saying? Uh,
0: Base64? Oh, Base64 oh, base. okay. is
1: a, a way to... Um, Code things, so that they can't be searchable by text. Oh. You have to know the string of the string of the code, and put it into a base sixty-four decoder, and usually it points to a to an URL or something.
0: Oh, okay. So it from what from but it
1: there's more and more of it on uh, like Usenet. Oh, okay. You know news groups.
0: Um, from what I can gather, it's $180 a year for masterclass.
1: That's not bad. But, 15 bucks a month.
0: Yeah. And, but I think I th- it used to be, you would buy certain like classes, but it looks oh, like they've really? gone to a thing of where like for 180 bucks a year, you can watch whatever the hell you want. Okay. Cause I kind of want to do the pen and teller one where they teach magic. Hmm. I'd like to learn some sleight of hand
1: right but these aren't like live classes these are just no they're they're filmed filmed lectures
0: yeah yep okay but it's from people that you would never get to sit down with like Aaron Sorkin or, oh yeah or, like or see. Scorsese sure you know, you want to be taught to to cook by Gordon Ramsay. You can do that here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe 180 bucks is a good investment for a year. I don't know.
1: There's going to be a way to spin that into a uh, um, tax write-off <laughs> for my job search. Yeah, there you go. Oh, you could take a class with Timbaland.:
0: Oh, well, you know, why not?:
1: Sure Or Dead Mouse.
0: Well, well, there you go. Han Zimmer has one.:
1: Yeah. Jake Shimabukuru <laughs> teach you the ukulele you
0: can You can learn uh, dramatic writing with David Mamet. Ooh. See, I think there's a lot of interesting classes here. I, I really do. I think like a lot of this would be very fascinating to watch.
1: Yeah, Ron Howard's got one. Yeah. Nancy Cartwright teaches voice acting.
0: There you go. I mean, it's nice to cool. see that she's doing something other than The Simpsons. Right. So, yeah, I mean, the Werner Herzog thing is pretty cool, though, because in his little introduction, they're like, he's like, "Um, I never use storyboards because I consider it the realm of the weak," And it's like, holy shit.
1: Mm. Okay. (laughs) Carlos Santana teaches the art and soul of guitar.
0: I think that'd be kind of I think you'd have to really know how to play guitar first before right. jumping in with Santana. <laughs> <laughs> Here, you've never picked up a guitar before. Let, let's play.
1: Wow. Okay. Interesting. But they don't have a ton of classes. That's kind of what I'm looking at. Like, there's only 63 classes under arts and entertainment, but, like, food has, like, 17
0: could you? But I mean, could you get through sixty three classes? You know, would you want to get through sixty three classes in a year? Or how many episodes are they? Well, they're they're like. Is it just like a? Uh, well, okay. Annie Liebowitz teaches photography. Is oh, they don't give me a total here. Uh, I mean, it's 15 classes. Okay. This is probably like five or six hours.
1: Okay. You could knock off one a week at least.
0: So 52. I mean, could you... Could you yeah. find 52 classes in a year to to really watch? I mean, Steve Martin teaches comedy. I think that'd be <laughs> fucking fun. Yeah. I do wish they would tell you. Oh, so the Steve Martin one is 25 video lessons at 4 hours and 41 minutes.
1: Each? Or it's 25 episodes for a total of...
0: Right. For a total love. The, the oh. Annie Leibowitz one is 15 video lessons with a total of three hours and four minutes.
1: So these are short.
0: Well, they're not like episodes.
1: Two,
0: I'm sure that some of them are longer.
1: Yeah.
0: Like what's the Gordon Ramsay one? Gordon Ramsay teaches you to cook for four hours. So I'm guessing it's about four hours. A piece. Okay. Uh, design and style.
1: That's not bad.
0: No, I think there's definitely worse ways yeah. to spend 180 bucks.
1: You could watch RuPaul talk about self-expression and authenticity.
0: That might be interesting. Yeah. You don't know. That's right. Let's see. If I put in pen, pen and teller teach the art of magic. That is, that's only three hours. But it's three hours well spent, damn it. Sure. You want to learn how to play chess? (laughs) No, I'm good. Want to learn sales and persuasion? That's a, that's a class. Hmm. Oh, apparently Gordon Ramsay has several on here. You want to learn from Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, scientific thinking and communication? Yeah. That's probably fascinating. Yeah, I definitely think that this would be an interesting pursuit. It's just you know the, hundred and eighty bucks. Because I I love the way when it says oh it's fifteen dollars a month but it's billed annually, okay so it's one hundred and eighty dollars right. just say that. Right. I don't care what the breakdown is, just tell me what I'm I'm putting out of pocket. So the the masterclass subscription is over a hundred plus classes and categories. PDF workbooks for every class, audio only lessons, watch on your desktop, phone, or TV, download and watch offline, and new classes added every month. Okay. So,
1: you know. I might seriously consider that.
0: And apparently there is a 30-day money-back guarantee if you're not um, fully happy with Masterclass. So you squeeze everything into 30 days and then you're just like, I'm just not satisfied. Right. That's a little dishonest, but whatever. Yeah, they definitely changed their thing because it used to be like each class was like $99. Hmm. So this seems better.
1: Yeah, it does seem better.
0: Oh, and apparently you can learn from, um, Oh, the guy that used to run Disney. He's got a class.
1: The guy who used to run Disney?
0: Yeah, what's his name? Iger. Oh.
1: He's still running it. (laughs) Is he? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh. I wasn't aware.
1: He's pulling the strings. He's the puppet master.
0: Bob Iger teaches business strategy and leadership.
1: Here's how to make billions of dollars while your employees can barely feed themselves.
0: <laughs> I definitely think that's in there.
1: I'm sure it is.
0: <laughs> Am I are you tired? Am I keeping you up?
1: You are. I well, it's it's, it's like 9 it's 9:30 over here.
0: Okay. Come on. Oh jeez, man.
1: That's barely, barely supper time for you.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, do you have anything else for this week?
1: Uh, I do not.
0: Okay. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week.
1: Just do it.